Previously on Church Folk and Saints. Now, now, ladies, Sister Betsy and Sister Crawford, we must remember we were once young. <laughs> I hear you, Big Mom, but you have too much patience with these young people. Deaconesses, we are to lead by example, gently correct in love, as does our Savior. Why should that be an issue, Pops? Isn't the purpose of the church to serve the community it's in? We do our part and God will do the rest. They thought that they had won, but they lost in court and now they're going to lose in the streets. <laughs> So, how did things go with your meeting? It went as well as it could be expected. I mean, I ain't no snitch, but wrong is wrong. A few folks was fired today. There would be an investigation based on involvement. Others will either be fired or suspended without pay. That's interesting. What will determine which one? I guess it depends on whether you were part of the thefts or you looked the other way. I'm not sure. I'm just grateful I don't have nothing to worry about. I feel bad about the entire situation. Most of those guys have families. Wow, I'm sure. How do you feel about being the one to blow the whistle? Again, I feel bad that they might get locked up, but it was their choice. They knew what they were doing was illegal and still chose to participate. Apparently, they thought it was worth the risk. So, I'm not going to feel guilty for doing what I know is right. Knowing what was going on and not saying something would have made me just as guilty. And my allegiance lies with the only one who has the ability to judge my actions. And I answer to someone higher than the owner of the company. I hear you, Julius. I just want to make sure there's no fallout for you because of all of this. I mean, there may be some shady attitudes later, but you know, I'm not going to be bothered by any of that. Besides, God already acknowledges and awards me for doing what's right. I've been promoted and received a raise effective immediately. If God be for me, I ain't worried about the rest of those jokers. Juju, thank the good Lord you had sense enough to heed the voice of the Holy Spirit and did what was right. Big Mom, I might have a little thug in me at times, but I ain't stupid. You ain't raised no fool. Boy, yes you are, because now you got enemies. Sabrina. Yes, ma'am? Why in the world are you chastising him for doing right? I don't mean any disrespect, Big Ma. Huh. But honestly, Julius is going to have a whole lot of unnecessary mess for doing what's right. Just because those involved may lose their jobs, trust and know their friends who are still working there, yeah, they gonna have it out for him. He just setting himself up as a target. Baby girl, where's your faith? Don't you know if the Holy Spirit led Julius to do not only what was right in the eyes of the Lord, but what's right per man's law, he will ensure that he isn't persecuted by his enemies. Okay, Big Mom, question. Mm -hmm. What makes Julius so special? <sighs> what are you talking about? I mean, you say God won't allow Julius to be persecuted by his enemies, 
But Jesus was persecuted by his enemies, as well as some of those who claimed to be his followers. Oh, that's very true. So let me rephrase my point. No weapon formed against Julius will prosper as long as he's being obedient to the will of the Lord. Okay, I can accept that logic, but he still may have to go through unnecessary backlash when he didn't have to. Brina? Yes, ma'am? You honestly believe the best decision in this situation was for Juju to look the other way? Big Ma, not only did she want me to look the other way, she said I should have made them pay me off and not say nothing. Sabrina, tell me he's joking. Dang, boy, you snitching about everything. Hmm. Just like you having it bad at work, you're going to have it even better at home. Well, for starters, better isn't a word. Boy, shut up. You get on my nerves. Sabrina! Yes, ma'am. Why, on God's green earth, would you suggest Julius take money and look the other way? Oh, Lord Jesus, I tell you, sometimes you make me wonder if your parents didn't find you along the roadside somewhere. <laughs> That's funny, Big Mo. No, I'm serious. Sabrina, your parents are both God-fearing people. It really just confuses my spirit of how you have such worldly ways of viewing things. Excuse me for being real. Everything isn't black and white or church in the world. I mean, the Bible is good for teaching people to love one another and to forgive people who hurt you. Even how not to give up when things get tough. But all the stuff in between is not in the Bible. Hmm. You think not? No, ma'am. Sorry, I don't. See, Big Ma? You be thinking I'm the one that needs to be in Bible study more often. Julius? Yes, ma'am. Hush. My bad. Now, Sabrina, all that stuff in between is nothing new. It's all recorded in the Bible. From the first murder committed, Cain and Abel. Robbers and thieves, the thieves on the cross. Adultery, King David and Bathsheba. Sexual depravity. Sodom and Gomorrah, incest and rape, Tamar and Abnon, you name it, it's in the Bible, along with the wisdom to avoid those pitfalls and the empowerment to overcome. Hmm. church folk and saints series we hope you've enjoyed it and know we truly appreciate you tuning in 
We pray the lives of our Acacia Grove residents have resonated with you and that you were entertained as well as encouraged. At the end of the day, we all have a past and have done things that we aren't all that proud of. If we've surrendered those things to God and have been set free from them, and when I say set free, I mean those things no longer control how we show up and interact in the world, then don't allow others to hold you captive with what you've already been set free from. And if you don't know God and his power to set you free from the guilt and shame of your past, I encourage you to reach out to those people in your life that have a personal relationship with God. And they can pray with you and pray for you and put you in touch with godly leaders that can help you. Galatians 5.1, the Passion Translation says, At last we have freedom, for Christ has set us free. We must cherish this truth and firmly refuse to go back into the bondage of our past. I'll say it this way, just because some are stuck in the past doesn't mean you have to be. And just like I said that we all have a past, we also have all been young, or another way to put it, immature, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And on the real, some of us still are. I say this to say that God is the chief judge and the only one who has a heaven or a hell to put any of us in. So if you are like Lydia and some of the others in our story and find yourself judging folk, Remember that one, you're not God and don't know a person's whole story. And two, you haven't been saved and mature all of your life, especially when it comes to your walk with God. And if you are a Christian, your judgment can seriously wound someone and turn them off from the church and even worse, turn them away from God. Does that mean we should not judge? No. The word says in Galatians 6, 1, that as a believer, if we see another believer is struggling, overcome by sin, we who are godly, that's the key word. And I'll say it another way. We who are spiritually mature should help that believer get back on track. And be careful that we too don't fall into sin. Just because we are spiritually mature doesn't mean that we too can't fall. But let's be clear. Our helping a believer get back on track should never be done in an attempt to embarrass, condemn, or tear them down. Because if we're doing that, then that just means that perhaps we're not the godly ones that the word is referring to. And I think this applies when we are dealing with people who are unsaved as well. You can't win souls for Christ by tearing folks down. Lydia has started to see that. And I hope you saw her heart as well as see that we all have stories that we all have a reason why we are the way that we are. So no one should be judging. 
we as believers are direct reflections of God and therefore should always operate in a spirit of truth and with love and compassion. Just like God and the godly people in our lives have done for us and are continuing to do for us. So keep that in mind and remember that all have sinned and fallen short. The only perfect without fault person is Jesus. Grayson's run in with the police is something that although was made up for our story is a very real issue that plagues a lot of people of color regardless of our financial status. This issue has been talked about and protested against for years and unfortunately it will be talked about and protested against for years to come unless the country's leaders are up to doing the hard but necessary work to bring about true change and reform. I pray for all the Graysons of the world that take what could have been a tragic situation and use it for change and to help and heal others. Now listen here. If any of you listening has a significant other in your life that acts like Sabrina by encouraging you to commit a crime that clearly has one foot in the church, barely, and the other foot in the world, whew, I'm praying for you. And know this, a temporary pleasure can cause you a lifetime of pain. So do what's right, even if it means you're doing it alone, okay? It's so important that you have people in your life that encourage, uplift, and show up for you on a personal, emotional, and spiritual level. And it's also important that you can be there for others in the same way. It can be a matter of life or death, which would have been the case for Tiffany had she not had a friend that showed up for her by introducing her to Rochelle and Philip, who were able to help her in her time of need. That's a spiritually mature friend because they recognized their limitations but still made sure their friend had the help they needed. I know we didn't go deep into all of what happened to Tiffany, but it will be talked about in a future episode. And lastly, we all have something to offer this world, regardless of our past, background, education, or finances, or even your age. When the spirit moves you to act, trust that feeling and share whatever it is God is placing on your heart to share. If my sister, Deborah, number one drama queen, Dendi and I didn't move on what God placed in us, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. So stay encouraged. Keep tuning in. New stories and episodes coming soon. And remember, we will have our very first live show where you'll get to meet the creators and the cast, as well as get the breakdown of the stories within the series. We will have Q&A, 
prizes and more. It is going to be a good time. Lots of fun. So make sure you are following us on social media because you don't want to miss out on this. It's going to be good. This is Deborah and Dana Presents. And I'm your girl, Dana Latrice Speaks Ransom. Until next time, bye.